Wow, welcome to the Game Week 29 podcast for FPL Addicts. It was such a good idea to let Chazza create his own song um, about FPL. But <laughs> I don't know, even know what to think about that. But welcome to Game Week 29 with FPL Addicts. It's Jillers here, um, ready for a massive week return after the international break. I am here with Christopher Reed in the studio. Reedy, what's your thoughts on that, mate? I don't know, I'm lost for words a bit, to be honest, uh, Jack. But, you know, listen, fair play to him for having a crack. Um, yeah, he just kind of fizzled out a bit towards the end. I was expecting big things, but, you know, yeah. It was, it was meant to be a short rendition, but I think, um, yeah, he got a bit carried away with the full version. So the uh, the 60-second one would have been enough, I think. But hopefully Chasser enjoyed his, uh, his moment there. And I've had to kick him off the stream, but he'll be back later with his preview. For game week 29. But if you are new around here, uh, regardless if you enjoyed that music or uh, that song, that solo um, or not, hope you enjoy the podcast today. And um, please do give this podcast a like. We are uh, on our deadline stream, so make sure you hit the subscribe button. Grab your tips, grab your advice, all the nonsense. Uh, but we are here for a couple of laughs just before the uh, big game kicks off today with Liverpool City. Really excited for that one. Yeah, I am excited, but you know, uh, the way our defense has, has, has sort of been playing this season, it could be uh, could soon be fizzled out that excitement later. So we'll see. But you know, lunchtime kickoff Saturday, international break seems to have lasted for years, never mind yeah. week. Um, and what a game to kick it off with, with this double game week coming up and so on. So I am buzzing for it, can't wait for that, and uh, hopefully, we can uh, we can get a win. and you know, I'm sure Arsenal fans will be, uh, in particular, looking for us to, uh, you know, snatch some points from City and, and keep them there. Oh, no doubt, mate. And yeah, listen, the international break, listen, it was long, but a couple of wins for England was nice and a couple of uh, chances to get to see a few assets. Um, you know, some of them pick up a bit of confidence, carry on the match fitness. Some of them obviously didn't make it to international and got a rest. So it's only going to benefit FPL, uh, the crossover in between both. Uh, but what we'll do, we'll jump on to and just recap game week 28. Let's look at a few assets that performed well there and a couple of fixtures. Um, obviously, Newcastle kicked us off uh, with a 2-1 win against Forest. Uh, the return of uh, that man, Isak, like, he's obviously been out a long time. He impressed when he first arrived in the Premier League. I think he scored his debut from memory. Um, but yeah, he's, he's obviously been troubled with injuries in there. Managed to get himself two goals in this game. I think they went uh, one nil up, uh, Forest, and then came back with the two goals. Uh, and you know, a couple, of, man, quite a few managers brought him in uh, on the you know likes of free hits and wild cards, and obviously just for the game week instead of obviously alternatives to Watkins. But yeah, definitely benefit from there. Uh, did you manage to catch any of that, Reedy? Um, I didn't. You know, I mean, I, th I think the key thing really was. The um, with it being a blank game week was having Newcastle defenders and um, anyone like yourself who did. I think uh, was it maybe I tripled. Yeah, I had Pope Burn and and Trippier. So what, when obviously um, that that very popular guy Dennis, you know, <laughs> um, he's he's not in people's good books after what he did with that double game week. But he wiped out the clean sheet. It was a bit soft. I think it was a mistake from Botman. Um, or even Pope, if, you know, one or the other. And, um, yeah, Dennis sort of wiped the clean sheet out. But Newcastle fair play to them with Isaac and anyone who brought him in, you know, as a little punt in that blank game week, uh, fair play yeah. to them. He, he delivered. So, yeah, two goals for him. Yeah, nice work. And obviously elsewhere, there obviously was a thriller between Southampton and Spurs. Um, obviously that saw 
during the international break, the end of uh, Conte after the run. Um, and it was, yeah, a pretty crazy game. Walcott looked like he was 20 again uh, in that game. He got himself a goal and uh, an assist in there. Uh, Kane back on the score sheet, and it was a bit end-to-end, wasn't it? You know, with the likes of Perisic, even Porrell, the other the wing-backs getting on the score sheet. Yeah, and it was it was quite a, um, was it amusing or comical sort of uh, turn of events, really, especially for Southampton. Both their centre-backs went off injured. Um, yeah. oh. you know, and then um, I think it was... Um, I think did I want to say um, did Forster save a pen? Did he or did uh, Walcott score a pen? Something it might have been the game before that one, but I mean either way, the game was just nuts because you'd have, you'd have expected uh, Spurs to to go on and maybe um, and win that. They were winning it, of course, um, and they've they've let that lead slip, and Southampton have come back into the game. So yeah, three three points lost for for Spurs. People probably expected an easy win from that respect. Um, but yeah, three three, great little result really that that was unexpected. And are you, are you sorry to see Conte leave? Do you think it was right with all that? Do you think it's going to affect the team? Do you think there's going to be a bounce? What's your I thoughts? Think, yeah, of course. Uh, we know now that Conte, you know, the, after after the game and his press conference, what he what said. A, about what a press that was! What a press conference that was! Oh, the, the journalist would have been licking the lips, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, you know what? I think. It's one of them where sometimes you don't agree with managers calling their own players out or throwing them under the bus, things like that. But, you know, in all fairness, I respect Conte for doing that. And I think that, to be honest, I think Spurs are lucky to have a manager like that. I just don't think um, that he's got the right players with the right mentality and so on. Um, so I think he, he is right. But at the same time, you, as a chairman or whoever, you can't have your manager kind of slipping your club. Nah. So he had to go, um, and yes, yeah, Spurs face Everton next uh, away. So um, it's an interesting one, really. Now with them, them having um, you know a standing manager. Yeah, and even, even after all that debacle with it, Tottenham still signed fourth place, you know, forty nine points, point behind United, which yeah. is so weird that they're, they're so high up after such like it's an inconsistent kind of season. But obviously that man Kane, that uh, we all love in FPL and Premier League, has has been flying and made it all happen for them. Uh, mm. Big win for Leeds away at Wolves. Uh, Harrison, uh, Jack Harrison's got two and two um, in these last two, last two games. Got his score, yeah, listen, he's back, scoring score boots back on. A big win for Leeds in there. Yeah. Chelsea, Everton. Uh, obviously, I, I don't know where you sit with who you want to win here <laughs> in, in that game, but yeah. it's obviously end, end to end. I'm sure you wanted the Chelsea, but Havertz and Jal Felix both getting eight points from that game. Uh, nice picks from people who you know, did the free hits and brought someone in, but. Everton held on and got got himself back in back in the game and yeah. yeah. Could have won I think that, well, I think firstly on the Leeds result, I think that was that was probably the surprise result of the weekend. Mm. Uh, you know, no one expecting Leeds to go away and score four goals. But yeah, Jack Harrison has been slowly creeping up, you know, with his contributions, whether it be goals or assists or own goals, even we, we had him score that yeah. an own goal that was the March, you know goal really that wasn't awarded in FPL so yeah good result for Leeds there to, to be honest and um, for me the Chelsea and Everton game was the perfect result a draw was great we don't want Chelsea you know of catching up to, to us and we, yeah. we don't want Everton doing too well uh, so they're still down there in the relegation scrap towards the end of the season so yeah yeah it was good blimey um, and then finishing off Arsenal ran absolutely riot at Crystal Palace was Patrick Vieira already gone at this point? This is Roy's first game. No, it wasn't, was it? I think he's coming no, during the break. Uh, 
I think this was this was the last game for Vieira. This was the last right? game. Yeah, yeah. The end, maybe yeah, the end of yeah. yeah. And then so this give him more than two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, last game. I mean, it was expected, and to be honest, I'm surprised it wasn't done sooner. I think they'd lost seven, drawn three. I don't think they'd won one. Basically, it was it was something along them lines, and you know, for any manager really to last that long with that record, um, yeah, it, it, it's not great at all. And Palace needed to do something. Um, to sort themselves out, otherwise they'll find themselves down in the rele- relegation as well. So, yeah, yeah, good result. Obviously, soccer owners or captainers even um, have um, absolutely loved that one because he got two goals and an assist and, and all three bonus points. So, yeah, just thinking, I'll just look at the table then when you were talking about Palace. Um, yeah. So, all, I'm going to reel off all the teams that are in and around, like, or from. So, Palace are 12 from the league, right? Uh, Wolves. They, they've changed manager. They, they're done. They obviously changed manager. In, uh, I think he went like Bruno Large went and um, obviously he came yeah. in. Leeds manager gone. Marsh went. Everton lamps went. Uh, mm. Forest still obviously with um, Cooper. They kept him. Yeah. Actually, I think that's the one where people were expecting him to get sacked, and he signed yeah. a new deal. That's and it. So Rogers, Cooper, and Brendan Rogers. Rogers and Moyes. Obviously, they've spent a bit of cash and kept yeah. a bit of loyalty around that. Bournemouth change manager. Scott Parker going. And Southampton with um, also, who's going back, who's going, whatever he's called. Yeah. Um, he went so obviously, yeah. Villa, Stevie G gone, Chelsea. The one manager change that's what I mean is Villa, really. That's actually yeah. do like prove to be the right decision, really. Because mm. look where Villa are, you know, at the moment, Emery's probably done a decent, decent job there coming in, but yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Well, two, two out of the ten teams in their position have all changed managers. So, yeah, they're all looking for manager bounties. But, yeah, pretty interesting, I thought, like that. But Saka obviously cleaning up in this game. Uh, man on fire. International as well. Brilliant join for England. Looked really good. And Martinelli getting on the score sheet too. So, yeah, all them assets for Arsenal. Um, well, a couple of assets for Arsenal. Fire in there. Trossard with the assist. And obviously a Ben White, who's a favourite in FPL cheap and gets the points looking really good so yeah listen a quick little recap there and um, a good couple of good standout players and um, what we'll do we'll jump into our teams unless there was anything else you wanted to mention on that on really on that on from the break oh, oh. good good, All good. No, perfect um so we're going to obviously our team performance league wise let's have a look uh here we go we're in the podcast league where are we? Podcast League. It must be at the top there somewhere. That's uh, FPL side net. Yeah, we're at the bottom there, Jack. Not the go. bottom. Where am I? Yeah. Oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah, it must be speaking about your team there being at the bottom. We got the, the the bottom. The there bottom. we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Chazza, who obviously just provided that awful song for us at the start of the pod, he, he got 57 points for game week 29, 27, which, 28, sorry, which... Yeah, listen, not too bad. 29, 27, 28, which one? 28. I'd lost already. Um, So, balls of steel, 57 points there. Really, even worse with 53 points. So, let's have a look at your teammate. Uh, You made one transfer that week. Uh, Very tough, obviously, with the blank, making moves. Um, You didn't take any hits, which is very unlike you, because obviously you wild-carded previously, right? Uh, I did. wild-carded 27. 26, actually. 26, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I went. I went with uh, with ten players, didn't I? Um, mm. So I made one transfer. It was Watkins, actually. Uh, Watkins was the transfer I made, really, and he got the five points. So I can't argue with that one. Yeah, uh, and no hits. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, I think I expected more from Kane. Uh, Saka, Kane, captain was close. I went with Kane just because I thought, you know, Southampton. 
much better fixture. He has a great record against them, especially with Son as well. Um, so that, that that made me decision with that one. Uh, I think probably overlooking Saka being as good as he is at home to Palace, you know, you can see why why that would have been a great pick for people. So, so yeah, pleased overall. Really, uh, the Newcastle clean sheet wipeout. That would have been amazing if I'd have got that. I'd have yeah, been done with the triple up, yeah. Yeah, it'd have been buzzing, but you know, it isn't. It is what it is, and pr- pretty much the whole, the halls came from Kane and Saka, and you know, Mark Martinelli chipping in. Yeah, good, good return from the two attacking Arsenal assets, um, and obviously, yeah, unfortunate with the captain choice there, mate. And that's it, you. Whereabouts are you there now, lad? You are one point three mil. Yeah, you, you're. How are you feeling about your rank? Yeah, at this point of the season, I'd like to be better, much better, to be honest. Um, but there's still plenty of time left, um, especially with this double game week coming up to make ground. And um, I think come the end of the season, if they end up, if you end up inside 500k, considering how the season's gone, I can be happy with that. I mean, 100k, yeah. I'd love it, but I just think. I think it's just difficult at the minute, unless you've got maybe a wild card and you can change your team with the doubles coming up in 34 and 37. Um, maybe then you can make up more, you know, bigger rank jumps. But yeah, five in, in inside 500k, you know, I won't, I won't be too bad with that, really. But yeah, That's still plenty of time. Still plenty, of, plenty time. of time. There's a lot of change that can help. Obviously, a lot of managers do give up when they, uh, they can't, you know, push on anymore. They get a bit frustrated with it. So that does help in that respect. So I'm sure you can have a few managers letting, letting, letting the team down. You can push on ahead of them. But uh, the Reverend Mikey, uh, 42 points, a really disappointing week from Mikey. He'll no doubt be frustrated. He did take a minus eight in this game week. Um, yeah, so, he, so he ends up he, on what, 34, really? Yeah, so yeah, 34 points, good maths, lad. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he, he's he got this Everton, Everton double. Has he got an Everton double? Yeah, Everton double in there. He went, uh, his captain choice, he went with trips to go very differential, didn't pay off. Um, and yeah, Saka obviously led the way there, but for his team to make sure he got a few points on the board. But yeah, yeah. pretty disappointing from Mikey in there. And he's uh, he's he's still still above you, don't he? Still above you. Yes, he so, he's managing to keep me at bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he's weak, but yeah, that's it. So really, you're on one six six eight points. Mikey on one six nine seven. So he's still got a, a fit, you know, little uh, bit of wiggle room in there. Ollie Walker Peel dropping down to third place in our podcast league. Uh, he got 54 points, sitting on 1723 and 610k overall. Uh, and then I moved up to second. So the reason, obviously, this in game week 28, I played my free hit, which debatable whether to do or not, but I only had six players on the park. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got to take a lot of hits, which on my current, if I'd left it in my team, made a few moves, uh, I would have been, what, I got to take the hit. So I, would have, I think it was like 45, 46 points I would have ended up on. So yeah. with the hit, you know, it probably wasn't it wasn't beneficial really. I probably the free hit kind of worked out well. However, we'll see if you know versus these big double game weeks that are coming up in future weeks, whether it is actually worth it or not uh, yeah. to get small kind of gains. But captain pick was nailed on. Um, just a shame, obviously. Yeah, Newcastle assets, Chelsea not doing the business, um, and striker choices were were okay with. Watkins getting the five. I brought Son in, a bit differentially, got that assist. Uh, and Madison, there was obviously a lot of hype about him because he's playing so well. Um, but yeah, you got four points in there. 
So yeah, it was a pretty, pretty good week. Obviously, lots of green arrows across the leagues wherever people haven't played that free hit. But 71 points leaves me 550 overall on 1729 points. And Elliot Craig still dominating the top of our mini league. 51 points he hold and 1,734 points. So yeah, pretty decent from L Craig. He's not been on for a while on the podcast, but he's doing all right in there, isn't he? Um, and if we move on to our members league, uh, I'll just run through these now. So manager of the week in the members league, it was myself, 71 points with a free hit. I'll take that, even if it is a bit of a, a low-scoring week. I will take the uh, the bragging rights out of that one. So, uh, a little pat on my back for myself there. And the Burger King is... Go on, So, happy days taking that. Uh, but in the top of our members league, which uh, I think we've got around 50 members in that one, and we've got Matt McKay, 1,818, huge Point hole so far from him this season. So Matt is top in the public league. Uh, Milhai Victor is on 1,889. Incredible. In the women's, we've got uh, Mira, who has been top pretty much for the whole 29 week, 28 weeks so far, 1,845. So well done, Mira. Um, and in the members head-to-head, Donald Breslin is still top on 59 points in that head-to-head league. Um, I think our addicts team... I've moved up to third place, so that team is going all right. Um, I might have to get your advice on that really at some point on what we can do from the podcast team, but um, that head-to-head one is going well. Uh, but if you, what we'll jump now into the bonus bank, obviously our sponsors for this season, um, for their second season, so a big thank you to sponsor Bonus Bank. If you've not checked them out yet, jump in the description in the link below on our link tree. You can head over there and check out um, how to beat the bookies using uh, their their software. It's free to use, but you can upgrade to a premium membership if you like. And um, you can use the code word FPL Addicts to get 25% off your first month. Uh, but Bonus Bank have created a bonus tool uh, for us to use, a free tool, which is great. And uh, we use that just to make some final decisions on, and look at a bit of data. Um, so they look at the probabilities of clean sheets for each team, as well as which player is likely to score first. Uh, likely to score during the game, sorry. Uh, and it's useful to, to determine your defence and players' picks as well as assisting uh, with those captain choices. But this week, uh, we have in third place, West Ham versus Southampton. Um, a 41% chance for West Ham getting a clean sheet. Not, I'm not too sure. With Southampton grabbing three against Spurs in that last last game, not too sure about that. And it's about 40% is what the, uh, the probabilities are saying. Um, and then in second place, Bournemouth versus Brighton. Brighton with a 43% chance of keeping a clean sheet. So uh, that'll be you know, pretty interesting to see if they can um, do that. I think that's a pretty good shout. So defensive picks for Brighton, definitely consider them. Any eyes on any any plays from Brighton, Reedy? I think Brighton are still a good... Defensively? I think they're still good picks defensively. I think... I think a Stupanan, he's, he's been on his international trip playing, um, you know, actually scored a penalty uh, for for um, Ecuador. Am I right? Am I right with that one? It's Ecuador, isn't it? I think plays it's Ecuador, one. mate. Against <laughs> Australia. Yeah, that's the one. There we go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, listen, the likes of a Stupanan, the likes of Dunk, who's a minutes guy, you know, you know, mm. he's going to start both games and you know, might even get a cheeky header. And I think Brighton defenders um, are still great picks, as I say. Some people have still got steel even uh, from the blank game week. Um, and, and, you know, it doesn't look like 
at the moment that Sanchez is getting back in because of the way Steele's playing. So I think if you've got Brighton defenders or maybe you're looking at getting someone in, if, if you've only got two Brighton, say you've got Matoma or you've got March or Mac 10 or McAllister, I should say, um, then yeah, I don't I don't see why Stupenham wouldn't be a great pick still. Um, yeah, nice. So I'm all for it, mate. I'm all for Brighton, Brighton defenders still. Nice one, Reedy. First place, 47% chance of getting a clean sheet uh, based on the probabilities provided uh, by all the bookies across the world. Arsenal versus Leeds United. Arsenal with that 47% chance. So you're looking at like, so your Ben White's, maybe even Tierney can get, you know, you started that obviously last game, um, or you came into the lineup, and so he could be a good little one in there. Obviously, Gabriel in there. You got Zinchenko, obviously, great assets as well, and obviously Ramsdale in goal. Um, so, 47% chance. Um, we'll just jump on some comments while, while we're live. Um, so, thanks for joining once again to everyone. If you are new around here, please do give us a like, hit the like button just below. Uh, hit the subscribe button and keep your comments coming in. But thank you for joining. So first, uh, uh, Dallypool, uh, would you play double game week players, Jensen, Felix and Bailey over single game weekers, Odegaard, Zinchenko and Martinelli? Reedy, what's your take on that, mate? Well, it's a tough one. And I'm assuming he means that, you know, or, or they mean uh, Dallypool means they're not playing a bench boost um, based on the question. Um, yeah. You know, you look at the Arsenal fixture, and, and we've seen time and time again that um, single game week players can outscore double yeah, game week this players. Is it. it just yeah. always happens. And, you know, we all sort of get sucked into the doublers. I, I think I think someone like maybe playing, um, I think playing Felix over the likes of Odegaard, I think that that's a good shout. Um, I would start Martinelli just because of the form he's in. Um, you know, with Arsenal playing at home as well. So, you know, I'd start him uh, over the likes of Bailey. And then... You've got you've got Zinchenko as well. Um, I'd go with Zinchenko and Martinelli uh, personally. I think Jensen and Bailey you could quite easily bench them and see them, you know, not really doing much. What would you say, Jack? Yeah, listen, I think I agree with you about everyone gets sucked into the double game week because obviously a lot of people are probably going to be playing free hits maybe this week as well. Uh, if not, they're holding for later on. Uh, but it's they want to pack them out because you, you stand a better chance, obviously, because there's more opportunities. But not yeah, not necessarily always the way. I think uh, Arsenal played Leeds what uh, early in the season, one one nil away, uh, clean sheet. Saka scored. Um, listen, I think, but Odegaard, Zinchenko, clean sheets, attacking threat. You know, they are in good form. Are they going to drop off? Uh, but the double game weekers. Felix and Bailey, yeah, not convinced. So I'll, I'll be pushing more Arsenal me uh, against Leeds. So thanks for your question there, Dally. Good luck for this game. We can feel free to jump in any more questions. Um, Harry Smith, thoughts on Jack Harrison. Obviously, we mentioned him a couple of times already for this double game week and for the future. Uh, Ganotto injured um, and obviously nailed for minutes. So yeah, Harrison, for me, get him in. I think it's a great shout and definitely differential. Uh, Reedy? I have to agree. I mean, he's he's been in decent form, Harrison. You know, would you be surprised with Leeds scoring? No, you know, with the, the way they played against Wolves and got four goals. And you know, as as we say there about um, Harrison, uh, he, he scored against Brighton as well. He managed to get an assist. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think twenty points in his last two games. Obviously, he's hit on there. Two point five percent ownership. Um, so yeah, looking looking good and five point seven mil. So he's like that Almiron kind of price range, wasn't he? When he was obviously bursting on. You know, yeah. I, th- I think I think what I would say is though is in terms of the double game week, he wouldn't be high up on my list because the, the, there's that much choice at the moment with midfielders. You know, 
your Brightons, your Liverpools, your Uniteds, and you know the list goes on. Really, the amount of good players that you can have in that midfield. So it is difficult to squeeze them in. But listen, if you fancy the pick, uh, you know, go with your gut. Yeah, no, good work and good luck, Harry. Thanks for jumping in, mate. Uh, over to Jeff. Um, would you do Zinchenko, Saka, Odegaard, Haaland to Shaw, Madison, Bruno, and Havertz for a minus eight? Oof. So Zinchenko, Saka, so doing taking out his Arsenal assets, uh, taking out his City asset in Haaland, um, and then going Shaw, Madison, Bruno, and Havertz. Uh, Reedy, what do you reckon, lad? That is a spicy one, isn't it? That is a spicy one. I mean, I think with the four moves, it only being a minus eight as well, you know, rather mm. than like a minus 12 or, or, or more, whatever. So uh, I wouldn't take Saka out. That's that's the only one for me. I think yeah. I think it'll be close. And, and yet again, this is just my opinion, but I think it'll be close between Saka and Bruno. Uh, tough fixtures for United, both on penalties. Obviously, Saka's in form and so on. Um, but, you know, at the same time, if you're looking ahead, United's fixtures in 30 and 31 are great. So you'll have, obviously, the United guys for those. Um, and, it, and it just depends whether you're free hitting in 32 as well because United blank. So uh, And so did Chelsea, actually, as well. So uh, Madison, I really do like. I haven't got him or I didn't go for him way back when I did the wild card in 26. I went for Harvey Barnes and then basically took him out because he got injured, I think it was. Um but I really do like the Madison pick, to be honest with you. I think two good fixtures. What do you think about his, like his injury record, though? He's like, you can't put this run of games together, can he? Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get with him. I mean, when he's on it, he's, he's fantastic. He is great. And if anything's going to come through Leicester, you know, in terms of goals or assists, it's going to be through Madison. So that's the one for me. I think I think you could just do... You could probably hold on know. one of them, at least, I'd you reckon. Zinchenko for sure. Oda for Bru- uh, Oda for Madison, uh, and I'd do, you know, maybe Haaland. For, I don't know when the Haaland one, really, to be honest, for Havertz. I'll throw that one over to you, to be fair, Jack, because I'm not 100% sure with the Haaland to Havertz one. Would you keep him still? Nah, listen, I think um, Haaland, uh, with Chelsea, easy game against Liverpool coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think uh, Havertz Havertz could look good. I think um, you, you listen. You could make the move. Say maybe save one of your moves. Only go for a maybe don't take the minus four. Use yeah. your two two free transfers and the minus four. Maybe hold on one on one of them at least. Um, Havertz to Solomon, You can say you can save the cash and bring it back in if you need to. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Zinchenko and Odegaard are the moves that I'd potentially look at for sure and Madison. Yeah, they would be. Yeah. Easy. Uh, over to Colm. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, he tuned into every episode, so big thank you for supporting us once again, buddy. Uh, do you think it's worth taking a minus four, minus eight, minus twelve just to be able to play a decent bench boost? Not for me. He's saving it for game week thirty-four as he's still got his wild card, and he's just wishing everyone good luck. So yeah, I listen. I think um, yeah, not going on, not going too big. Nothing's guaranteed. Bench boost. I think if you're doing your your wild card. And then the week after, you set yourself up for maybe a bench boost might be a better idea. Um, you know, if you can work that in and schedule that into your into your forecast. Anything from you, Reedy, on that? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think minus eight to minus twelves um, a bit mad because what you're basically doing, you just use something, something that you're used to, surely. Well, you know, this minus twelves. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did that. To be honest, you're but definitely minus, taking them. Minus eight is definitely been done, but um, 
you know, you're basically just using your bench boost as a as a as a wild card, if you like, to get them players in. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're not using the chip to to gain the points really. So that's that's how I look at it. Um, I think a minus four is okay though, because it's a double game week. I think that can be made up minus four for sure. Uh, but anything after that, I mean, minus eight. It just depends who you've got in your team, really. Um, but yeah, great, great plan by uh, Colm in terms of in wildcard and later on, and um, you know he's got game week thirty four in mind as well, which is you know some top teams are playing premiums. I think I think as well what you've got to consider is, is your team value. Um, so if, if Colm's team value is great, then he can really, really uh, use you know wildcard yeah. to pay off and so on. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for putting those questions in, guys. We'll answer a few more shortly, uh, mm-hmm. so stay tuned. But um, was just on the bonus bank and the free tool, just to finish off, they're most likely to score probabilities. Uh, this may help you with some of your decisions again. Uh, Man United versus Brentford, Marcus Rashford, 41% chance. Guard. I'll put him higher than that. But obviously, he's been struggling with a bit of a knock um, in there. But he has been shopping in New York, so I think he's all good and ready to go, refreshed, ready to, uh, you know, he wants you to put the money on the goals now. I think he's, 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 he's back on it. He's going to be ready to go. Second place, the Brazilian is back. Jesus, Arsenal versus Leeds United. No chat about Jesus yet from anyone, but 46% chance of scoring based on the probabilities. Uh, and then in first place, that man, Erling Haaland. Still obviously a flag over him, I believe. Um, 54% chance. We are on deadline, so we're going to probably maybe hear some more, a bit more news very shortly really uh for this big game this blockbuster game manchester city versus liverpool have you heard any rumblings if he's starting yet well uh we spoke about it before we we came on didn't we jack about it being april fools today you know april the first um and you know just, just, i'm trying to stay off twitter i mean i say i'm trying to stay off twitter i've made my moves which we'll talk about shortly but you know you know, there's going to be people saying, "Oh, this player's not playing," or you know, "This player's out," and so on. Um, so yeah, I've not seen anything legit as of yet. That's what I will say. Um, but you know, I'm hoping Harlan's out. That'd be great for for us, certainly. Um, but yeah, that's it. Really, it's it, it's just noise. And I mean, we all know, or I, I certainly know, um, the infamous FPL Boona. Uh, was was put, you know loved his deadline pranks and all this sort of stuff. So to be honest, I'm not. I won't be surprised if uh, he if he's tweeted something out there to get people uh, panicking before deadline. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what comes out. I'm just trying to ch- check my uh, Twitter feed and see if there's any more news uh, coming out of the Twitter world. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens in there. But yeah, yeah. big thanks to everyone for joining us. Uh, if you are new around here, please do give us drop us a like, uh, hit the subscribe. And, and uh, yeah, jump in the comments. Reedy really obviously looking sharp. Thanks to Sharik for jumping in. Um, yeah, oh, by the way, <laughs> just on Sharik, um, he's got 15 doublers playing uh, this week, so he's, he's full, fully stacked. He's got the likes of Madison and a bench boost uh, as well. Salah, he's going, boosting, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's action basically. Uh, for Sharik, so a little, little shout out to uh, to Sharik because uh. Yeah, he's a legend. He's, he's, you know, he's basically predicting 160 points with that bench boost. I mean, I don't know if he's going to get that many, Jack, but uh, he's certainly got a good chance with 15 doublers, right? No, you've got to be in it to win it on your mate, and he's definitely put himself in a, in a nice position in there. Um, but yeah, big thanks for Sharif for jumping in, but also over to um, Despise Act 47. Thank you for joining in. Lads, is it worth bench boosting with Ward, 
Kane, Odegaard and White. I think Ward got dropped in that last game, didn't he? He did. Uh, you know, Everson, Iverson, however you want to say it, he, he, he come in and I think that's what it was with people were they either free hitting, they were like, oh, should I bring it, you know, Everson in. And also the wildcards as well. Um, because I think that actually, whether it was 26 or 27, people were looking at bringing in the likes of Sanchez and it was like, oh, okay, well, Steele's in now. Oh, okay, well, Ward's out now and, you know, Iverson's in. So a bit of switch up in the goalkeeper situation there. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd bench boost with that, those those guys. Was it Ward, Kane, Odegaard and White? Nah, not for, not for me, not for me personally. I, would you be only, are you only suggesting people do it with double game weekers? It's still a pretty strong bench. You know, we were backing Odegaard and White. But if Ward doesn't play both games, there you go. There's your goalkeeper spot gone. Um, you know, and then also Odegaard. I think a lot of people are looking at moving him out for a doubler. You know, so if you've got, a, a, I think, a transfer there to use, you could maybe move out Odegaard or Ward, whichever it was, uh, for someone who's actually going to be going to be playing a double. Um, because I think, as I say, Odegaard's on a single and Ward might not even play the double. So I think, yeah, for me, I don't think it's a good bench boost. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you for answering that one, mate. Um, we've got 45 minutes till deadline. Uh, let us know what moves you're making. Let us know uh, what transfers are you bench boosting. If you're using any chips, let us know what rank you're in as well. And uh, yeah, keep us updated. Uh, Despise just thank you for... Um, He's going to save his bench boost for later, so you've talked him out of it. Really, hopefully, he doesn't regret listening to you. Um, <laughs> it'll be fine. A uh, bench boost, uh, Miriam. If you're obviously just throwing a comment in there, just asking what, uh, which what it is. The bench boost allows you to gain points for those plays that you bent put on your bench, so you can still claim all them on there. Um, Sherry, would you? Here we go. You've got to throw in the question. This is Jillers. Would you captain Bruno or Madison Bruno all day? Come on, mate. So biased, it's ridiculous. He's been pondering on this all this morning. We were, you know, talking about it, and he he didn't know who to go for because he likes the Madison pick. As I mentioned earlier, I think he is a really, really good pick for this game week. He's, you know, the games they've got and so on. Um, but he's he's like that. It's a bit of a coin toss. He brought in. I think, it's a massive coin toss. Yeah, I think Sean Bruno. I think he's brought in, and he really does fancy um, Captain Infrange. So, you know. You're the man. You're your United guy, so you've spoken. And, and oh, for listen, I think obviously bias-wise, Bruno, hundred percent. However, Madison in one game could change a game with assists and goals. Just don't bat. I just don't rate Leicester, unfortunately. And to carry him, you know, if he's carrying him for both games, and um, not for yeah. me. Whereas Bruno can carry United for two games potentially. So I think he's yeah. And do, yeah. do you think that do you think that the Casemiro thing affects United or not? Yeah, listen, of course it does. It, it does affect how we play and you know how defensive we are. But attacking wise, we can still still do the job. I think it's just yeah. obviously I think we leak more goals when he's not playing. Obviously, we don't win as many. But goals wise, you know, pens, whichever games are big moments, and Bruno's done plenty of them. So yeah, for me, yeah, I think he's more effective with the two games versus one game with Mats. Where I think that's where he is at. Um, yeah, despise. We'll probably get to captains just towards the end, mate. But we'll definitely get your thoughts on that. Um, Mary Moore also asks, really, who's your favourite player? Another question in there. So, who's your favourite player? Uh, as currently this season in FPL, let's not be biased. In FPL this season, I'll, I'll go. I'll go Rashford. <laughs> Rashford. Um, 
favorite player has to be Matoma for me. Yeah, the guy, the guy, the guy looks on another level. I mean, Brighton obviously look on another level as it is the way they're set up and deserve doing his thing. Um, but you know, Matoma, he, he looks like he's got something special, and you must you must get some some form of you know like um, Jason Park vibes, you know, from from him and. You know, he is great at United, um, but I think the Toma just looks something, as I say, special. And I think if he didn't get a big move, if he carries on going the way he's going towards the end of the season and so on, if he didn't get a big move, I'd be really surprised at that. But having well, going with Toma. Brian, Brian have got a bit of a say these days on who they sell and when players move on, don't they? So, but I think, yeah, the Toma's brilliant. 1v1, one, one one, exceptional. Probably probably not necessarily choose some part vice, but I think definitely was a one v one player. He's obviously an expert on dribbling and one v ones, and he's got a header in the international break as well. Got himself go. for Japan. There you go, mate. There's the international scout uh, on it, but um, yeah, looking really good. Um, so what we'll do, we'll move on to a bit of discussion points, ready for going into this game week. Let's have a look at the fixtures, um, and then we can uh, crack on. We got the fixtures in front of you now, Reedy. Yeah, as well. Go on, son. They're all there. Perfect yeah. timing. All right, well, let's where are we starting. Let's start at the top. Uh, obviously, going to City Liverpool first. Um, assets in here that we should be going into deadline with, or who we're we looking at, anyone that we should be moving on or moving in. You know what? I think, as bad as we've been this season, I think that the, the, the you know the evidence is there in black and white that we basically perform against the bigger teams with the top of the table in terms of um, you know. Uh, getting the points against big teams. Two tough games, so obviously City to start off with. You know, we've got a fully fit squad. Luis Diaz is back. Well, say fully fit. Is it? Yeah, Luis Diaz is back. Whether he'll start the game today, I, I don't see it. But, you know, that's a positive. Um, the midfield shot, I say, when we've got a fully fit squad. I don't know. I don't think Thiago's there. Batic is, is out for the season. So it could be Henderson, Fabinho, and then maybe even Mil- Milner, uh, who's on his Zimmer um, these days. But, I think Liverpool assets, um, you know, I think for me, I'd love to own at least one for this game week. Um, I did look at a minus eight and I was like, you know what? I'll just bring, bring Nunes in. Why not? Go on. I'll, I'll bring him in for Kane. Um, and then I just thought, you know what? I'm doing a bench boost. It's not worth it at all. Um, so I think Salah, Nunes, two great picks. Uh, that's probably as far as I'd go for, for any picks for, uh, for that game, mate. Um, City, you know, I don't really know, you know, with Foden and Haaland, if they're out, who else people want to go to? And they've only got a single game week as well, so I just don't think it's uh, it's worth moving to any City assets. Would you agree? Yeah, fair enough, mate. I think it's a good shout. I mean, City could destroy him as well, though. If Haaland plays, they could destroy him. I mean, yeah. Alvarez is not Alvarez is not going to be quite either, for sure, hopefully. Um, yeah, this one, I think, as I say, I, I've predicted a 3-1 towards or a 2-2. It's going to be you tough. predicted three one to you. Yeah, I think it's going to be. It's going to look what we did to United, Jack. I mean, you know, seven. I think. I think. Yeah, but I think, sorry to you up, but I know <laughs> straight away. I think. I think City are a bit more, probably a bit more organised than what probably United were that day and can be. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they're conceding seven anytime soon. Whereas United have still got that that in them based on last, you know, quite a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're basing this game around the field, they win. Simple as that, you know, because our midfield is is, is not great. I mean, defensively, you don't know if we're going to perform. You know, it's a bonus or it's a bit of a plus that Foden isn't playing against Trent. Grealish is still decent, don't get me wrong, but I just think, you know, Foden's dif- different when he plays against us and against Trent. So, you know, I, th- I think this game could go either way. Um, I'm just okay. thinking, 
I'm just thinking that I don't know. I think after the international break, uh, I think we we'll have something uh, against City. We always love playing against them. Um, well, listen, so, it's, it's the first kickoff, so it's going to be a blockbuster one because we, you know, early kickoffs do, do let us down, we'll right? So, yeah, it's none yeah. of that. All right. Next one, Arsenal, um, obviously heading in for a single game week only against Leeds. Leeds have been scored five in the last two games. Arsenal have been on fire, obviously, this season, looking very good for the Premier League. Players that we should be considering to bring in. Obviously, we've talked about Harrison already. Uh, anyone else from Leeds, Bamford, perhaps, or no? No, no. I think I think with this one, I'd go for a, a 3-4, 4-0. Maybe a 4-1 um, win for Arsenal, uh, repeating the last result. Um, I think Leeds are missing a few players like Wobber or Wober. Um, they're missing, uh, I think Tyler Adams is out for the season. I don't know if Brendan Harrison's quite fit. Um, Bamford's kind of, he's been in and out of the team this season. Mm. I mean, I rate, I rate Leeds from an attacking point of view. You know, they're, they're so unpredictable and, you know, they have so many chances. It's just whether they convert them or not. And Arsenal at home is a tough, fi- you know, it's going to be a tough fixture. I just think Arsenal have too much for Leeds. That's that's what right, I think. Arsenal assets, FPL wise. I think we go to that. It's got to be Saka. It's got to be Martinelli in there. The standout picks. Really. Two in there. Fair enough, mate. Um, so have you gone for a score prediction on that? I'm gonna go four nil. Arsenal four nil. Uh, I tend to disagree with you. Uh, Bournemouth four. Leeds. We go Leeds two one. Obviously Bournemouth. Fulham, probably not the most attractive game, but Fulham are you know, out without Mitrovic, I think, in this one, of course. And William. Uh, yeah, William too. And William as well. Has Mitrovic been handed down his suspension yet? Yeah. What's he get? Yeah, what did he get? He's, well, oh, is it official in terms of what he's been given? The number, obviously, he's been given three, obviously, but he's minimum, yeah. minimum, right? It's not been done. Uh, fair enough. Uh, I think Fulham could obviously still run right with this one, two or three, but your know, goals, your know, billing's been looking good for Bournemouth recently. Um, I think Billing and Solanke will surprise people this Solanke, week. Yeah, could, yeah, could be a yeah. couple of goals in it. I think they'll. Post-game. I think Fulham being, you know, in terms of an attacking point of view, depleted. If you like uh, Solomon, your guy Solomon, you know, he's he's not in your he's team. Still in my team. Yeah, he's still in my team. Are we still there? Yeah, oh, he's still in my okay, team. All right, all right, we'll get to the team picks in a bit. All right, yeah, that's it, mate. That's right, it. Right. But that's what I mean. I think there's still Mitrovic and William do make them stronger. Bournemouth at home have proved that they can be a little bit robust at times. They beat us 1-0. You know, even away to Arsenal, they, they scored two goals. So, um, I think Billingham and Solanke could be in the mix today. Uh, I am going to go with the Bournemouth win 2-1. I think they'll sneak it 2-1. What do you think, Jack? Uh Yeah, I don't think so. Um, no. I'm going to go with Fulham 2-2-1. Oh, um, Let's go for Brighton. Um, obviously, they're going to be playing two games. They've got Brentford at home and then they're playing Bournemouth away and Brentford are playing at Brighton away and then obviously United away as well. So, a couple of difficult fixtures for these guys. FPL assets, of course, Brighton have been flying in recent, you know, with under the Derby. You know, you've got your likes of, you know, um, McAllister, you've got your um, Estupinan uh, at the back, you've got Dunk potentially from you suggested before, didn't you? Um, but then, obviously, the more attacking assets. You've got Gross and Marsh and um, Mitoma, Ferguson possibly as well. But there's plenty of assets in there. Uh, who, you're, who you're thinking from Brighton side across the two games? Um, well, first and foremost, I think I think I feel like that game's got two two written all over it. I think Brentford are a good team, um, and I think that Tony gets his yellow in this game. Unfortunately, um, I could just, just got it written all over it. So. Um, yeah, I think Matoma, March, Map, you know, McAllister, 
a stupid all great great assets to own um and i think yeah if you've got them i think uh i think you'll be sat sat pretty you know the bournemouth fixture next as you say there is a really you know the better fixture of the two but i think i do expect there to be goals in both games for sure yeah nice plenty of assets to pick from um let's have a look at the next ones uh any other kind of standout fixtures for you obviously chelsea have got the double aston villa and liverpool yeah, um, talked about Havertz a little bit. Felix is he one to be bringing in? Um, I think if you've got them from twenty eight, you know, if you brought them in, um, you obviously keep them for this double. Um, and yeah, I think I think with that one, Chelsea obviously drew two two with Everton. I do think Villa are better than Everton. You know, not by a, a country mile. I mean, I think Villa apparently have got the second worst goal difference, but attacking wise, they're up there. Yeah, right. So I think this game could go either way. I think it'd be quite quite even really and I could even see it see it being a you know a you know a Chelsea comfortable win uh, or I could see Villa throwing a surprise in there maybe winning uh a bit, two, of, a bit of a magic 2-0 2-1 something along them lines and and yeah uh, it could be the end of Potter but yeah what do you think I don't know yeah I think I know I'm, I think I actually back Chelsea you know I don't know I just got a feeling like they'll they can they can get it done Chilwell obviously coming into full good form um you know but it'd be a bit more settled now the squad with now they've been in there for a while a lot of the new signings that came in the summer in January um and Potter obviously just bedding in but we know it's not been great but Havertz scoring's a good sign yeah. in there so I think you know, the main Felix is obviously a player and he's actually scored a few goals as well, which is you know yeah. traditionally they never fired in like the foul cows and uh, alike. Yeah. Um so he's actually yeah, he's actually settled in right pretty well. So I reckon six points Chelsea across the two games. I think they'll do Liverpool as well. Um and Havertz is probably the pick, yeah, for sure out of there. You like you like Havertz. I mean yeah, don't Chelsea really. the, the key thing really is if he sticks to that formation, the three four three. And you know, or sorry, that I say is it three? Yeah, three four three. And you know, Chilwell and James are able to bomb forward and contribute to the attack. That that's a key thing for Chelsea. Really, it doesn't work when he goes to a back four. So I can understand. Yeah, I think as I say, it'll either be a Chelsea comfortable win, uh, as you say there, or it'll be a, a shock from Villa. Um, that's that's how I do see that game going. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck and I'm gonna put two one Villa on that one. Fair enough, La. Uh, Leicester, obviously a lot of talk about Mads. James Madison uh, had a great second debut for England. Uh, he's in good form. Um, where you at with Leicester? Uh, we're obviously sitting pretty low down in the league now. I think the 17th in the Prem. But he is, uh, what is he now, the 8th, 7th most transferred in player for this game week. 11.7% ownership. Uh, 8.3 mil purchase price. Um, where you at with him? Is he is he is he gonna be banging across these two games? I think Madison's, you know, it's a great shout. We don't know what type of Leicester will turn up, and I think that uh, I think that um, you know, Woy is back in for Palace, you know, <laughs> manager bounce and things like that. You just don't know what Palace are gonna turn up. Um, but no, I, I think uh, I think Madison is a great pick. Um if he's on all you know, he's on all the set pieces and so on. If he's on pens, even better. There's no Tillemans at the minute, so we don't know who will be on pens. It could be Madison. Um, and and yeah, I, th- I think that game could go any way. Um, th- there could well be a lot of goals in that one. Um, but yeah, Madison is uh, is not a bad pick at all, Jack. Not a bad pick at all for those two games, especially with they're at home then against Villa afterwards. So if, if he's fit, you could see Madison getting a haul this double game week, mate. 
Nice, mate. Uh, United obviously double game week here. Um, pretty excited, you know, for this just purely because we get to watch, you know, a lot of my assets wise. You know, I've got uh, Rashford in my team. I brought it. I'll, 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 this, I'll tell you who I brought it in the, very short in the uh, when we get to our teams. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, excited going to this thing. Newcastle won. Now, a little bit different from when we played the League Cup final against Newcastle. They've left Pope for this game. We haven't got Casemiro. We are away from home. So it's going to be a bit, bit more difficult. I'm not expecting you know, anything like what we did in the final. But Newcastle played so well against us as well. But we did manage to get those goals. I think it's going to be a close one. Maybe a one nil, Maybe even a 1-1. Um, there will be a couple of goals. But picks, obviously, Rashford. I think he, obviously he's trained. He's looking, looking good to go. Um, I don't think he's, he's not, not going to play. Um, mm. And from Newcastle side, obviously, everyone's got quite a few probably Newcastle assets still. So trips... Probably one Pope, probably a good shout. Because yeah. uh, obviously Newcastle have got the second game against West Ham, which I'm pretty sure they'll be looking for a result. But I think West Ham will be on the hunt there too. Um, going to go United 1 0 there. And the second game against Brentford, a tough game, absolutely. I'm going to go uh, 2 1 against them. And hopefully we're going to get drummed 4 0 by them again or 3 0, whatever it was at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. They are tough games. I mean, Newcastle defence, obviously, it's not been as good as it was at the beginning of the season. Um, but, you know, you could see that one being a low-scoring game. I know you've gone for the 1-0 there. Um, you could see a 0-0. I wouldn't be, really wouldn't be surprised. And and as you say, the second game against Brentford, you'd think that United now, with the way they've played and the players they've got, they'd be a little bit more, well, with Ten Hag being in there um, after the run they've been on, them being uh, a little bit more solid. So, but yeah, could go either way, those two games. But uh, Rashford, I think Rashford is, is, is key, him being fit, uh, in both games, really, because um, you know, I, I think that's where you'll struggle if you can't get the goals. It's going to be Anthony, maybe Sancho, uh, Fernandez, obviously as well. But I think a lot of people, as you say, they do still have Newcastle um, players in the in in the uh, teams and um, have brought in United players like Shaw and like Bruno for the double game week. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a nil nil in the first one, and I think. I think you'd probably win that second one, um, two one. I'll, I'll agree with that. So, yeah, mate. Nice. West, yeah, West like, like sure in there. So yeah, but yeah, go on, West Ham. Go on. I was gonna say we, we we kind of skipped that one, and I think that I think that's been the most difficult decision I've from what I've gauged anyway for managers to make from the West Ham games because two mm. home fixtures they haven't been amazing, but one is against Southampton and the other one is against Newcastle. So I don't know. I mean. I'll throw this one to you, Jack. Would you be actually looking at West Ham players, the likes of Bowen or Ben Rama or something like that for this? Uh, I don't think it would be because it'd be me taking a hit, and I don't think I'm really prepared to take a hit on any West Ham players. Uh, so I think that's probably the biggest issue there. Um, if you're going for, you know, free hit or wild card, for example, potentially, you know, obviously Ben Rama's been good form, and we know what Bowen is capable of. So. Yeah, pro probably not for me, and I don't think we're looking anywhere else in there either. Yeah, um, a quick question for you, Jack. You need to answer it in three seconds. Go. Madison. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the question was Madison or McAllister, and I think, yeah, go That's Madison if, out of them two. Yeah. I, I both because I think per, like for one game, I think Madison can perform great in one of these games. Mm. And McAllister might contribute possibly, but he's going to be quieter versus Matoma and Marsh, I think. And Ferguson even, because he's yeah. been doing pretty decent as well. Yeah, um, so deadline as Colmes uh, highlighted there. So the countdown, it's, come on. 
Um, but yeah, quick question I want to answer before we get the rest of these games boxed off was would I do Saka to Salah for a minus eight? Um, I do think Salah will get something from these two games. Um, but Saka in the one single game, I feel like it's oh, you've got to leave him surely. If Arsenal had a tougher game, I would have said yeah, I wouldn't hesitate. Um, but I'd probably just keep Saka with him also being on pens, similar to the to the Bruno switch, you know, Saka to Bruno. I'd probably just hold Saka for, for me. Um, but yeah, rest of the games. Anything else in particular? No, I think I think we've I think we're good there. And anyone else, anyone else, if you want us to look at them, let us know in the comments. Jump in, and we'll jump back in the fixtures. But I think what we can do, we could probably jump to our um, but the kind of next point on it before we get onto our teams. Uh, obviously, the transfer most transferred in players are what it's mentioned. Obviously, Bruno is the t- most transferred in player in this game week. Uh, Luke Shaw is the second most transferred in player, uh, and then not far behind is Matoma. So. It's quite surprising, really, because I thought a lot of people would have jumped on Matoma already. He's now his ownership's now going to twenty five percent owned. Um, you know, nearly half a million managers bringing him in. So the actually top three. Outside of that, you've got uh, Isak at uh, Newcastle. People bringing him in. You know, that's most probably for the Haaland kind of transfer, I imagine. Um, but the likes of yeah, Haaland's fourth most transferred out. Kane fifth most transferred out player this week. But at the top is Almiron, uh, Saliba and Odegaard. Odegaard, the most transferred out player who's fit, whereas Almiron and Saliba are out injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so Odegaard, yeah, he's, uh, his ownership's still at 30%, but definitely decreasing. I'm loving seeing the K-1s being transferred out. That's because I'm leaving him in, absolutely. Because yeah. um, I think he's obviously at Martinelli, sixth most transferred out player as well. And Saka seventh most transferred out player, which is a bit of a surprise. This is it though. Everyone's going for the doubles, aren't they, Jack? You know, um, Ashford taking out as well, though, mate. Eighth most transferred out player. Yeah, because of the flag. Yeah. The flag, isn't it? Yeah, the flag. And 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 this is the thing, though. People have gone potentially gone early as well and not waited for team news, you know, and updates and things like that. So, you know, that's that's another factor that you've got to include in there. But yeah, um, Fernandez and Shaw most transferred in. And that says a lot about what people think, you know, for the United double and the fixtures moving forward. Yeah, fair enough. Well, just before we jump over, just want to mention a big shout out to another kind of sponsor this this season who have come on board with us, uh, EPL Live, which is an app for all your scores. So it does rival all your, your, your lightning fast uh, apps that you use already for your goal alerts. But there are some great um, little tools in there as well with the in-game stats on all the players, uh, passes, touches, uh, take-ons, all that as well. So it's a really cool feature. So check that out. It's linked in with like the Optus stats, so it is immediate in the palm of your hand, so you can keep on top of all your FPL players and what they're doing and how they're performing. So download the EPL Live app, uh, built for football fans by football fans, and they are uh, superbly helping us this season. Uh, spread the word across Australia is one of Australia's leading football apps uh, for the Premier League. So it, the description on below in the caption uh, tells you how to download that there's a link for it so yeah big thanks to EPL Live for helping us this season um, so let's go on to our preview we're going to look at transfers and captains for our teams I'm interested to see what you have done Reedy uh, Chazza is going to appear first and tell us what he has done hopefully no singing in this one morning happy Saturday you lovely lovely people here to do the pre-record for the Game Week 29 FPL Addicts podcast Preview, this is because off to the G tonight, St Kilda against the Bombers, the Sainers celebrating their 150-year anniversary of the club. But first, I thought I'd go briefly through my team. We've got two transfers, 4.9 million in the bank. 
I presume Jack has got it on the screen already. But we've done the transfers. Bench boost is activated as well. And this is what we've done. We've done Ben White has gone to Luke Shaw. Sanchez and Brighton has gone to Steele. Because Sanchez can't get a game anymore. In addition, Odegaard has been downgraded to Kadu Matoma. They're our transfers. And it leaves us with... God knows how much money, probably millions and millions, as per what Donald Trump would say in his press conferences. But whatever you're doing this coming game week, have an absolute blinder. Go and smash it. I'm sure there'll be a few chips activated in itself. Catch you on the other side. Cheers. And a big thanks to Chazza there for uh, his pre-record that he sent us. He is uh, yeah, out out of action this evening at the Aussie rules. Um, but they are his moves. Let us know what you think about his moves for this game week. Uh, do you think about, what do you think about the Matoma move in there? Uh, we won't have a captain's corner from him this week, unfortunately, um, but we will be discussing that very soon uh, once we've previewed. Uh, read it. You've got your team ready to preview. So I'm going to bring yours up on the screen now. Um, talk us through it, mate. What are you doing? What have you done? Well, I've, I've done something. I, I mean, maybe <laughs> I've done reason. something. I've done something exactly better than nothing. But maybe there's a reason I've done this, and and you could say it's a bit like, wow, you know, you could have maybe made better moves. But for me, I took out Raya and Ben Me, uh, the Brentford guys, um, two away fixtures, um, and I wanted to bring in two of the players who have wanted for a while, to be honest, and that's um, Martinez. The Villa goalkeeper and Tyrone Mings as well. Now, two very unlikely moves. By the way, up the, by the way, Jack, I brought in uh, Luke Shaw. No wonder you've been banging on about Villa all night. No, I haven't. You know what? <laughs> Something about it's just I can just see Martinez saving a pen, or you know, I can just see him getting a haul. I mean, I can see him getting sent off. <laughs> as as I say, I mean. Two away fixtures for Villa. You, you'd probably, I've just probably lost it a bit and got a bit mad and thought, you know what, Mings and Martinez, they're the guys who I need this week. Um, but you know, so have you I've, taken hits for that? You've taken hits only a minus four, only a minus four. Yeah, yeah, minus four so, for a Villa player. Oh yeah, my god, who'd have thought so, guys? I mean, get in the comments now and tell us what you think about that. About the <laughs> two moves, Martinez and Mings from Villa, he's brought in this week for a hit. Yeah, yeah. looking at the fixtures, I mean. I just don't know. I just don't. I'm looking. Them. I'm looking right at the fixtures, and I don't know why you've made the moves. You've gone Chelsea, and I've been banging on about Felix and Havertz. Mm. They're going to destroy him, and then you've gone against Leicester, against Madison as well. Yeah, yeah big, big, big one. Neck's on the line, Jack. Neck is on the line. <laughs> I don't know. I could have gone for. I could have gone for maybe Navas for Forest instead. You know, two decent. You could, you could, you could have just done none. Well, no, what, and rolled over? Rolled the transfer? <laughs> no, um, just, made, just made one move or just not brought in Villa players? Yeah, I don't know. So you take out again, sorry. So you took you took uh, Martinez, uh, Ward, um, Raya, Raya out for Martinez. Raya for Martinez and, and Ben Mee for Mings, yeah. yeah. Was so. there anyone else in your team that you were contemplating doing? Um, any, oh, cheers, Joe. See, Joe knows his stuff there. Um, but, so, not destroying, but just not... Like keeping a clean sheet, yeah. Keep a clean I mean, sheet against Villa, against Chelsea. I can feel it. Like I can, you know, 
and I'm not going to go into a rendition here of Marty Pello. Um, but, but, you're, but you're bench boosting as well, by the way, guys. Like, yeah, I mean, well. I'm bench boosting and, you know, I just think, for me, that's the one I wanted to go to. I didn't want to jump on United yet. I think I think mm. Newcastle could score. I think Brentford could score. I think they're two tough fixtures, so I didn't want to bring in Luke Shaw yet. I mean, I'm looking at bringing in Shaw next week for 30 anyway, because the two fixtures really are then good for United, um, really good. So I wanted to hold off on that, and I thought, you know what? Who have I wanted for, for ages that I could maybe bring in? And the Brentford ones are the only ones, really, that stood out in my team that I thought I'll, I'll move out. Um, but yeah, all right, give me give me your opinion then. Who, who would you have brought in instead? Uh, well, I'm just looking, right? So Mings is pretty dirt cheap, right? 4.4 mil, right? So obviously he's got the cash there. I'd, mm. you know what, I'd rather have brought in a Leicester asset like Castagna. No. No. Like versus Mings. <laughs> or Pereira. Pereira maybe or something like that. Um, um, Defensive-wise, I'd rather have back to single Leicester game week. Well. Like Ben, have you got? You've already got Ben White. No, I've got three Arsenal already, Zinny. I think I'd rather have backed. Yeah, but you've already got. Yeah, you've already got that. So who else is there? Dunk. Liverpool, maybe. You've already got three. Brighton, Brentford. So you had Ben Me. Did you take Ben Me out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would have brought Ben Me in. <laughs> you would have went. With ben <laughs> um, no, against what? Brighton and United. I mean, come on. Um, um, I think Liverpool, Liverpool could have been the one. I could have brought in Robertson as a punt. Robertson could have been the one, right? Let's let oh, him a United player. Like, Martin, you got the wrong Martinez. Should have brought Martinez from United in. <laughs> <laughs> well, Martinez and De Gea. That could have been the one. So, um, I've gone for it. I have gone for it a little bit, you know, sort of left field. Obviously, yeah. I can tell by your reaction, you was not expecting that. Oh, um, listen. That was very random. Why well, that's Stevie Gerrard in charge here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I tell you what, if it had, if it had not had the Chelsea Liverpool fixture, right, the second fixture, I'd have potentially went for Chelsea and gone for like, say, for example, Kepper and Chilwell, yeah. Kepa and Reece Yeah, Ch- yeah, chill, like Chelsea, Chilwell. You know, but as I say, I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I fancy Villa. Yeah. I fancy Villa. I'm, well, I'm, yeah, gonna try and, I'm, I'm just going to try and find someone that I, I, yeah, I prefer. I mean, United, obviously, the obvious one. Yeah, um, yeah obvious, obvious moves. I think Shaw would have been you've the got th- you've, you've already got your three Arsenal. You've already got your three Brighton. Um, West, West Ham, a West Ham defender, could you? I just still don't really trust them, to be honest. I mean, Southampton no. is a good game for them. You could see you know, them keeping a clean sheet in that one. Maybe it could have went Zuma instead. Um, you know, Zuma or um, mm. I don't know how his name's pronounced. Is it Aid Aidgard, Aidgard, something uh, like that. yeah, or Guard or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And listen, it could it, this could go either way, couldn't it? It could be a punt of. I'll, 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 I want to sit here next week, and you'd be like half time. It could be, know, or it could and be, could, and then Martinez could get sent off, and Mings could get sent off, and <laughs> it could be a disaster. Stop <laughs> telling me what you're hoping to happen, Jack. Because you know, <laughs> I want it to pay off for you because then you can come back next week. Like I told you so, uh, and you can be you'd be absolutely buzzing. Um, but then maybe the rest of your team would wouldn't be buzzing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it could go, it could go anyway. So. Bench boost is activated. I mean, in terms yeah. of who I've got on the first eleven, because you know the saying goes is you have your weakest players on the bench. Would you say I've got it right in that in that order in that sense? I mean, Watkins yeah. is probably not as good as Kane, but he's got the double. So I, I think that's the way to. 
to have it. Yeah, like, I, said, I don't think you can don't think it around too much. But your bench boost anyway, aren't you? So it's kind of irrelevant, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, what I mean is for me to go, all right, I'll put Martinez and I'll put the three Arsenal guys on the bench. If they all haul against Leeds, mm. that bench boost is going to look great. It's going to look amazing, isn't it? But really, in fact, I've put the better players on the bench. Of course, it's going to look great. Do, do you think you could have held... You, this is your last chip, isn't it? Uh, no, no. I've still got, got the, still got the free hit. You've got free hit, right? So do you think you could have used this... You know, you've got your free hit probably from 32, game week 32, right, with all the blanks you were mentioning. Mm. So 34, you could have built your team towards the bet using the bench boost or even using it on the last game week. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, if you look ahead to 34 uh, for the doublers, I've got Brighton. I've got, I'll have more United. I'll have Shaw. Mm. You know, I've got plenty of doublers. I think it's minimum at least seven I'll have for that 34. Yeah. Free hit in, in 32. Bring that's what I mean. In. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So would you... Do you think you're going to build your squad better to have a better bench for game week 34? For, oh, for 34 bench boost, in fact. Well, it's team value, and I think for me, I think it's 102, maybe, is it? Something like uh, that. I feel like I saw 102.8 somewhere. Oh, so you need at least 104. So if you look, if you if we if we have a look at the fixtures for 34 quickly, you look at the doubles. You know, it's all the big teams. It's the likes of City, Liverpool, you know, United in there. You know, you want all the all the big the big team doublers. You're going to need to have good team value for that. So it's all good mm. and well saying you could do it then, but team value actually does come into it. So yeah, I think for this yeah. this game week, I think I'd rather play the bench boost now. Yeah, all right. Um, Daniel's just made a point. I'm guessing you don't you don't think so. So do you think Ward is going to play? Obviously, you've taken him out for. Oh no, you took Raya out, sorry, Martinez, didn't you? So, but I'm guessing. Uh, obviously, he didn't play that last game, so but it's kind of, is it who knows? Sort of thing, we don't, we? Really, we don't really know because I think, I think with the press conferences, I don't think um uh, Rogers has given much away from the goalkeeper point of view. So, I'd expect um, you know, Iverson to still start that game, to be honest yeah. with you. So, all right, uh, we are 15 minutes away from deadline, guys. Um, yeah. 15 minutes, so make, make sure you set your captains and you do your transfers ASAP. This yeah. is the deadline game week 29 preview. Hope you're enjoying this one. Do hit us a, a like uh, if you are enjoying the channel, enjoying the stream. Um, yeah, we're going to jump into my team now. I have made a move. Um, I did forget I did this at the start of the international game week. Um, but do you, do you know who I've done? Hmm. Do you know who I've made yeah. a move in there? You've brought in... Have you brought in Salah? No. no already. Let me have a look. De Gea, isn't it? David De Gea is in. Um, brought him in. Obviously, I had uh, Crystal Palace. I had uh, Guaita, so I've had him in all season. Uh, I'm not too sure Big Roy is going to make a whole sort of change to that, but is because it's a double game week. I had that free transfer back in United for the rest of the season. De Gea in superb form, um, and I, I, yeah, I, I'm quite happy with the move in the end. To be fair, but yeah, it's uh, Dave's in uh, Newcastle away, hoping that Queen Sheet and Brentford, and then on to Everton. And uh, Nottingham Forest, and then I'll probably have to just make a move uh, for my reserve goalkeeper thereafter, ready for the blank because uh, I've got Ward in there if he's not back in in time. But yeah, that's my lineup so far. White at the back, Estupinan and Botman. Hopefully, Botman's okay. Still a flag over him. Uh, he's only seventy five percent chance. He's been back in training. Been back training. Yeah, oh, no. L, L, yeah. So and then in midfield, I do have Salah still in there. So. Still very much a differential in there, really. Um, you know, what is he ownership wise? Twenty-seven percent. 
which I'll show is a lot higher than what I thought. He must have had some moves in this week. Mm. Uh, Saka in there, still believing him on the single game week. Rashford back in training uh, and, and Mitoma in there. Up top, I've still got Haaland, but you know, if he doesn't play Solomon, I'm still thinking maybe bringing him in instead off the bench. Kane and Tony up top. Uh, I still reckon Kane can do a lot of damage to Everett in a way. I think he's gone, yeah. you know, Everyone's there's not a lot of talk about him. Obviously, we've seen he's one of the most transferred out players this game week. So, still think he's a great one. Uh, Tony made his England debut uh, during the international break. Will be full of confidence. So, uh, interested to see um, how he goes. Not much else on my bench available um, on that. Mikalenko and Williams. So, so yeah, not to definitely didn't fancy the bench boost this week, then Jack. No. Definitely not tempted to do that. I'm going to work my way towards. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go um, Rashford with captain's armband at the moment. I think Salah is still a bit of a still a quantity yeah, there. You know, he's he's tempting. tempting. He's t- he's very tempting just because he steps up in the big games, mm. um, and we know what he is capable of. Without you know the form of uh, Liverpool this season, you know the exception of that. But I think Saka is still a good shout. Single like he's tempting for the single game week to go with him. Yeah, I, but know, I mean, and then oh, like Harry Kane. Harry Kane against Everton. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't this week. I mean, I think. They are, they are great in terms of, the, you know, if Saka Hall's going to get, what, 36 points as your single game with captain, you know, he mm-hmm. outscores Rashford, say, you know, it, it is a great shout. But then the longer that 90, minute go, 90 minutes go goes on and he hasn't, say, done anything in the game, you're going to be, uh, you know, your nerves are going to kick in there and you're going to think, oh, God, he's not going to, he's not going to haul. So I, th- I think probably overall for you, I think Salah or Rashford, are the best picks to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Um yeah, Matoma, Matoma is still up there, so it's good, good, good problem to have having different options available. But yeah, Rashford's probably the one I'm strong on. team, strong team. I am surprised with the De Gea move. Who's your bench goalkeeper again? It's Ward, isn't it? So yeah, Ward, which probably at the time was maybe yeah, yeah I don't know, a, a Hodgson manager bounce and Gaeta falling. Nah, it's just because it's that double game week. I thought I'm gonna get him in for the rest of the season, De Gea, as we made this running, so I was fingers crossed. Be all right. I just want to say a shout out to Ant who's subscribed. So thanks for dropping that in, mate. And pleasure to have you on. And he's just come over with a comment. Uh, doesn't matter where I place my players when the bench boost is active, i.e., the better player Stein. I'll be correct in saying, I believe that it does not matter because your bench players are just in and everyone gets the points on that game week. So as long as you've hit that bench boost button, mate, you'll be sweet. Um, elsewhere, uh, who else we've got here? Joe's just agreeing with you. So your captain, obviously, I've got Rashford on for me, and you've got J Mac as your captain. Is that right? Or Mac Ten, not J Mac. J Mac's playing no, Australia here. Yeah. McAllister, yeah, McAllister Ten. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going for um, for Mac Ten at the minute. I think. I mean, what? We're ten minutes from deadline. For me. So who, who, who else would you be tempted by? So you've still got obviously Saka in your team. Let's just bring your team back up in here. Uh, guys, feel free to jump in the comments if you if you're happy with your team. Feel free to help Reedy or myself out if we need to change. Um, so Reedy, you do have in your team. You've got in mid- midfield some great options with uh, Saka, McAllister, Rashford, Matoma, and Marcel. You've got great options in there as well. Um, you know, obviously I've gone Rashford. Um, reasons for not choosing Rashford, Reedy? Biased. Um, feeling. Go. I think. I think the tough fixtures. I mean, he's in great form this season. Um, I think if I had Bruno and Rashford in my team, I'd be picking Rashford as a captain. Um, but I, I just don't. I don't think the tough fixtures. And also, Ten Hag with his, his press conference, someone saying, you know, he should be okay. Hopefully, he's he's fine for that first game. 
you know, I just don't like the idea of that really. So I think Matt um, you know, should be fine to start all good. Um and, and that's why I'd probably pick him just over over um Rashford. Yeah, um Matoma not tempted. It was gonna be Matoma. It was gonna be Matoma, um, but the whole flight thing, you know, coming back, he's had to travel, uh, you know, rumors potentially in being benched as well, uh things like that. So I just don't don't hundred percent um want to go with that one really. So I'd i pick Mag Ten. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Well, sit on that one for a moment, mate. Uh, Harry Moore, um, thanks for joining, mate. Good morning to you. Um, we are, I'm in Australia. Reed is in England. It is the evening here. Uh, we are nearly 9 p.m. at night, and obviously in the UK, nearly 11 o'clock at deadline. He's gone. Uh, would you go with Martinelli or Madison and Rashi or Mitoma, captain? And obviously, we've just discussed a few of them. I've gone, I've gone, um, Rashford for myself. Um, if you've got Madison there, I think he's a great pick also. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Rashford for me out of all them. Matoma, I think second place in that to consider as your vice. Uh, but Reedy, for you? I'll just take myself off mute there. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think same. Madison, uh, was it Martinelli or Madison uh, and Rashford or Matoma, captain? Um, out of those... You know, he's a player that I haven't got. I really like the Madison captain. I really do this week. So I think that for me is the standout one out of those four. Madison. Madison. Yeah, no worries, mate. Harry, hope that helps and good luck for this game week. Um, don't have to apologise, mate. Uh, obviously, the, we're, we've created this so we can uh, do both Australia down under and uh, in the UK as well. So I um, hope you're enjoying the stream. Um we don't catch much uh, football here. We have to stay up all through all hours of the morning to watch all the Premier League in Australia. So, yeah, late night for me following um, the Liverpool City game. But, yeah, we're, we're only a couple of minutes away. I'm, we're probably going to finish the stream just before deadline. Just have a one minute just to make about four different transfers and really can take hits and panic. <laughs> but I think we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, calm, just calm, as you like, calm as you like, Jack. I did, I did just uh, have a little look at... Sacker out for Salah, but nah. Did you? Nah, it's not worth it. No chance. Yeah. Not doing it, no. I've got enough in the bag, but no. Uh, I'm set on what I've got. I'm happy with what I've got. Villa all the way. Martinez and Mings. Come on, you boys. There we go. Um, what was your score prediction for this uh, Liverpool game? 3-1 to Liverpool against City? 3-1 or 2-2 uh, for me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Well, I'm um, obviously going to sit on the fence because oh. I don't want Evie to win. Oh, wait oh, a minute. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Fabrizio, what have you got? Um, I don't know if this is true. I don't think it is. Um, Nat Phillips is starting. I don't think that'll be right. No, definitely not. Surely not. Uh, I think we're good with Virgil. What, Matt? We've got Gomez. Canate, yeah. Milner. Milner Fabs. Uh, Fabinho, yeah, Henderson, all these guys, the usual suspects. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything concrete either at the minute. Um, but we'll see. But what we'll do, I just want to say a, a, a big thank you to our sponsor once again, Bonus Bank. Um, so Bonus Bank has been supporting us for the last two seasons. Uh, Australia, Australia and New Zealand's fastest growing side hustle. So you are based in uh, Australia and your A and Z. Please do check them out. Uh, details in the caption below. Uh, take advantage of Bucky's promotions. 
Uh, it's free to sell, and you can also receive 25% off uh, with your first premium month if you choose to upgrade. And that is the code word FPL Addicts. We've had uh, plenty of our community sign up to that one, so I hope that's been going well for you guys. But, yeah, listen, thanks for tuning in, joining me and Reedy live on the stream. Of course, we had Chazza jump in as well um, for his contribution, which is brilliant. Uh, please make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe, jump in the comments, uh, and leave. And we'll get back to you uh, post-stream. We want to wish you a massive good luck for Game Week 29. Lots of doubles on there. Uh, very excited about what the Premier League is back for this game week. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to get going. But we'll be back next uh, next week for game week 30. Uh, looking forward to that, Reedy. Uh, and obviously, pleasure to have you on the stream today. Oh, good, Jack. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Um, it's a bit of a mad one, obviously, this week after a long international break and, and a double game week coming up. But, yeah, plenty of uh, options uh, that we've discussed and talked about. Um, difficult captain choice, you know. You know, mm. I think that's that's one of the key things that's come out of it, really, with obviously international games and injuries and things like that. Uh, but four minutes to deadline looks like we're set. McAllister for me, Rashford for you. After deadline, I know you're probably going to message me and say a captain Salah. So, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> captain Ben White. No, okay. all good, mate. I think that that is it from us. All the best, everyone. Uh, good looking at game week 29. May your arrows be green. Mm.